This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And welcome. Thank you for joining us today on a Tuesday. Good to see you this morning. And every morning we do four things. Yes, we do our prayer, our gratitude, our intentions, and our conversation starters of the day. Mm -hmm. And we encourage you to do these with your spouse. This intentional minute of connection is intensely amazing. It's great. Just do it. Intensely amazing. (laughs) I don't know. My brain turned off for just a moment. Fearless said, level's good. Thank you, And you can join us every day live on Instagram and Facebook. You will hear us talking to the people who are watching. Um, And hello to everyone who is watching. We love you. Good morning. We are a couple that prays. We find spirituality and God to be important in our lives. If you don't, then that's fine. But we do. So here we go. Thank you, God, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this day, for this sunshine. I pray that this... uh, um, um, show is helpful to people who are listening. Thank you for the ways that it has helped us. I pray that you bless our family. Keep us safe spiritually and physically. Amen. Amen. All right. What's your gratitude? My gratitude. Oh, I've got the best gratitude, you guys. You've got a good one. What is I it? I am obsessed with hammocks. You heard that sentence correctly. What's I that love got to do with me? A hammock. It's got to do with you because you, my fine friend, my frond, you went out and got an a second hammock mm-hmm. for our family. We now we have hammi. two hammai that match, <laughs> and it is the funniest thing ever. We made a triangle, so we have two hammai. They match, and they we made like they were the point of the triangle, and then the ba- the base of the mm-hmm. triangle was a rocking outdoor chair. My parents gave us like That's a awesome. two love seat thing. So yesterday we had an impromptu dance party picnic with our matching hammock and our rocking chair. The total cost of all of that was seventy-five dollars. Mm-hmm. And it was the funnest thing. And you picked it up at nine AM yesterday. And That's I know right. you didn't really want to. And I, I know you not. hate that I like search for stuff on Craigslist like a hammock when we already own one. But it was fun. So, so now thank we have you, two Thank hammocks. you, thank you, because You're I welcome. love it so much. Ow, I poke myself. You're welcome. I am thankful that you created the little hammock hammock triangle and had 
I was working from home. Had my angle. And you made me come out, and we sat, and uh, the kids like danced, and that was a lot of fun. That was I actually even made awesome, a picnic. So. Like we have a picnic basket, and I put. Mm-hmm. I just made like weird drinks yeah. with orange juice. So, so thank you for that. What's up, T? Uh, hope you're doing good in Tennessee. Tennessee. Ten- Tennessee. Oh, That's what I call it. Um, uh, so yes, do your, mm-hmm. gra- uh, what am I saying? Your uh, int- uh, gratitudes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Share the reason that you're thankful for your spouse and something that they did like yesterday or this morning. Mm-hmm. It goes a long way, you guys. We don't do this nearly enough and we should be doing it every single day. And we do this with our children. We will be sharing more about that later today. But share your gratitude. Oh, you're so crazy. Okay. Now we're on mm-hmm. to our intentions. Our intentions are basically the thing, how we want to act today like our behaviors based on things we did yesterday that did not work mm-hmm. for us mm. so do you have any specific intentions intentions today uh for behaviors to be positive and i'm not talking about just a lame positron positive robot i'm talking about celebrating and actually looking for things that are good in the kids and good in you so hey thank mm. you for doing that mm-hmm. thank you for setting up this graphic on camera this morning it really looks good thank you for that it helps us push our show forward it helps us to help other people and that's a good thing so my literal intention is to push uh, positivity because when we do that we push connectivity and that is a good thing so i like that that's That's a great uh, like positivity is pushing to connectivity i like that a lot what's up thomas that's a great intention Mm -hmm. what's up um i my intention for today is the same thing basically is being really really positive and looking for again i'm doing a uh internal private social experiment in my (laughs) own mind that's what i heard i'm pretty interested in that i will tell you maybe in a week's time (laughs) and i'll see how it goes and if i if it works i'll share it because it's really funny does it have anything to do with the book we just read well yeah but no it's from a conversation i had with my best friend Pamela. Interesting. Um, but okay. anyway, uh, so my intention is to be more positive. Again, do your prayer together, your goal or attitude together, and your intentions together. Goal and or attitude? I always okay. say that because the kids do that one. So you guys, we have a really good question today. It deals with family of origin, and we all have a family of origin, whether you're adopted, not adopted, grew up with your bio family, all this stuff. You have a family of origin, and today is a really good question. So it says, hey, you two, I got a question. My wife and I had to make the difficult decision to cut her parents out of our lives because of some past trauma that continues to hurt her. They refuse to admit that they're wrong and have never apologized for the actions in the past. They are controlling and stuck in their ways. Now the dilemma we are facing now is tough because we are moving out of state. We currently live 30 minutes from from them. Do we need to tell them we're leaving even though we haven't spoken to them in over a year? Mm -hmm. Thank you for sending the question. Yeah, thank you for sending that in. This is a really good question. And we have some friends that went through this. Luckily, we haven't gone through this. There's been some goofy stuff with with my family. But so, okay, how would you you answer this? And I'll try to answer it as a therapist the best Uh I can. So the first thing that comes to my mind is that even the way the question is worded, it says something like they will not admit that they've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. So if you're after an admittance that someone has done something wrong, you're not going to get it. Mm -hmm. Like that is not how people work. And one of the things that is helpful in understanding that is reading the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's got such a, like the name is so smarmy sounding, like Mm -hmm. how to be a manipulative, whatever. But it's an amazing book in understanding how people think, how they work and how they process 
everything from what their own behavior to new ideas, blah, blah, blah. So I would suggest, number one, go get that book on Audible. If you don't have an Audible account, you can get it for free on us. You can visit audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and you can get how to win friends and influence people for free mm -hmm. from us on Audible. And it it will help you understand how people deal with criticism um, when you're trying to change someone, change someone else's opinion, it helps you understand the psychology behind that behavior, if that makes sense. Um, because if you're stepping into it, go and, and lots of people do this, so please don't hear me saying, oh, you're being weird. This is like the most common thing people do. Mm -hmm. They're stepping into this situation being like, you have hurt me. Say that you're wrong. Right. Apologize to me. Never do say that you're wrong. And the person who's being told that they've done the wrong thing is like, one, they're just going to get defensive. Mm -hmm. Like, think of two castles. Like, no no castle is going to, like, come at one with arrows and flaming tar bullets, and the other castle is going to be like, oh, you got, you're right. You're right. We were so wrong. No, mm -hmm. they're going to fight back, mm -hmm. right? And even if it doesn't feel like it's a big deal to you to say, why can't you just apologize? The person who's having to apologize is there it's like a, the most attack on their humility their pride all of those things so it's just that is mm -hmm. not going to happen so take it off the table mm -hmm. entirely to start with yeah take it off the table now we i don't know what past trauma it was if it was physical abuse or worse sexual abuse then those boundaries need to say you know it's not healthy for me in my in my current family that I'm trying to build with my partner this isn't healthy for me. So in order to preserve anything that we have left and move forward in a good way, we've actually cut them off. And that that's a, a term, like cut off. You, you've deemed it completely not healthy. Maybe you want to revisit that after you've done your own healing for a long time and possibly join back. But with things like this, like Melanie said, if we are looking for an apology, then we're just going to put the other person on defensive, kind of like using criticism and sarcasm in communication. If I come at you sideways, you're only going to feel like you need to defend mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. But also with this cutoff, if it, 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 it's almost, again, if there, if there wasn't abuse uh, in the past, which cut off is fine and absolutely necessary to have those really strong, healthy boundaries. I'm thinking that uh, sometimes things like situations like this, everybody loses. You know what I'm saying? Because they are your parents. They are your family of origin. And if you just cut them off and you don't want to um, fix that, then they lose and then you lose. It's mm -hmm. almost like, oh, well, when that person dies or passes away then i'll be rid of all that stuff but no that's not that's not uh the case either i'm sorry my voice is shaky i am freezing cold go get a hoodie or something i'm, I'm really freezing cold um but this i would read the book also boundaries by mm -hmm. dr henry cloud henry cloud and um, also <clears throat> also uh get the book family ties that bind um, that's a really, mm -hmm. really good book that talks about this stuff. And I think as you dive deeper into family of origin things and family systems, you'll find that uh, there are ways to do this and there are ways that you can win and do it. And there are, there are ways that you can lose at doing it. Does that yes, make sense? Absolutely. Go grab your hoodie is right there. Um, the other thing that I think is really important. Well, first Thomas says we can't control them. We can only control ourselves. That's exactly right. And the hard thing is that we try, we tend to want to try what other people, we, we, what, 
tend to want to try to control what other people are saying to us, what we think they should be saying, how they should be acting, all that. I mean, just can't. So don't try to do that. But the thing I think is really important to understand, there you go, come on now, um, about how to approach it is that uh, you catch more flies with honey, yes. which Seth has always said forever. It's a and the as weird as that sounds, um, you will only drive away the people like your in-laws that you're having a hard time with when you constantly point out what they are doing that you disagree with mm-hmm. or why you are choosing to do something. So let me put it this way. Let's say I'm mad at Seth and I could be hurt. I might be hurt. He did something that really hurt me. Um, I can do, let's say two choices. One, I can just be like, you know what? I need some space. I'm going to think, I'm going to go, I'm going to get to sit over here. I'm just going to chill. I need some space from Seth. And I can think that and I can do that. Or I can be like, you know what? You hurt me. I'm sitting over there because mm-hmm. you hurt me. Mm-hmm. I'm going over there. Mm-hmm. You hurt me. You stay here. I go there. Mm-hmm. What do you think that's going to do? You think that's going to help the healing process? Is that going to make stuff be better anytime soon? No. So it's really hard to not do the second one because it's what we want to do. It validates our feelings. But by doing that second one, we lose the opportunity to potentially maybe reconnect down the road. So there are two different... So Joyce Meyer has a great... Well, it's not a great story. It's a horrific story. Um, But she was abused by her father for years when she lived at home. So if you listen to Joyce Meyer, um, you can get a really like a real time story of her actual story of having to reconcile with her father, who was terribly, terribly abusive. But um, the thing I would say is create boundaries with your spouse. Do not trumpet them from the ceiling and spout them all to the world. Tell Mm -hmm. everyone you don't do that. You create boundaries as a couple. You say, okay, we contact your parents this many times a year. Mm -hmm. Yes, you should tell them what you're doing in a loving and respectful way. It should not include things like, we're moving out of the state because you're so mean and we don't want to be by you. So in this, remember, these folks haven't talked to the parents in over a year. Mm -hmm. But what I would do, if it were me, I would write a letter and let them know that you guys are moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, a letter that you take a, a week, a week or two to write, look over, write again, look over, and write again. And it doesn't have to, well, whatever's on your heart, you can write. And this is what I would suggest. Write a letter saying, we have decided to move to XYZ, the city of you know Spokane or wherever it is. Here's our contact information. Um and just leave it at that. Like just moving and leaving, that is going to only com- compound mm-hmm. hurt on hurt and be like, well, I'm definitely not going to reconcile mm-hmm. with them. They move out of state and they don't even tell us kind of yeah. thing. Well, I would uh, I, I would just say this, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I would even say, I, I would add to that, right? If you write a letter, fill it with hope. Mm-hmm. We are moving here because we are excited about mm-hmm. our kids are going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, fill it with hope. I don't want it to feel at all stark, mm-hmm. cold. We're doing this. Ugh. Like, right. I know that sounds hard because you don't want to do that. But here's another tip that is in that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Write one letter. Start out the letter that you wish you could write to them. Say all the things, mean things, whatever. You hurt me, blah, blah, blah. Then go ahead and burn that letter and then write another one, mm-hmm. right? Right. Say, you know what? We're moving 
to Juneau, Alaska, and this is the situation, and we're so excited about our future here and the jobs and the blah, blah, blah. Here's our new address. We can't wait for you to visit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, say what? It doesn't matter. If they're mean, they're not going to visit. Mm-hmm. So, But I think that's an important... I mean, unless they're weird, don't give them your address. But um, yeah. you could just say, talk to you later. But it, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I want people to... Like, you can't fight fire with fire. You can't. They will not become better. They will not become more normal, balanced, healthy by you telling them what they've done wrong over and over and expecting them to act like you think they should act. That just won't happen. And it's Mm -hmm. a damaging... I know you're not doing it on purpose, but it's a damaging thing to expect that from somebody else. 100%. Even your own child. Somebody says, you catch more flies with honey... Then vinegar. vinegar is definitely a southern southernism that rings true in many situations. Yeah. The guy in the book says you catch more flies with honey than gall. Like, what's gall? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. Sounds so, gross. So if you have any questions, you can send them to hello at anatomymarriage.com. We can answer them on the show. Or you can a- ask them live in the feeds, like right now. And um, as always, if you need therapy, please visit getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of Mel. Oh, my gosh. I almost said anatomy of Melanie. Anatomy <laughs> of marriage. Seth, tell them more about getfaithful.com. So teletherapy right it's a thing and especially with COVID-19 all the therapists are doing teletherapy all the therapists are doing it I myself am doing that right and we partnered with um, a teletherapy company and you can get a counselor that specifically specializes in whatever you want to talk about marriage marriage and family problems communication depression anxiety bipolar whatever it is you can have your very own exclusive therapist that you can text, that you can email, that you can set appointments with, any, not any time of the day, but any time of the week that you want. And it's confidential, it's HIPAA compliant, and it is really, really good. It's super convenient. You don't have to go to an office to wait around. So go check out getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to try it out. If you've mm-hmm. been thinking about it, if you've been on the fence, if this, if this, a uh, pandemic has been really, really anxiety-producing for you, and you need to talk to somebody, go talk. Or if you just need to vent about your kids, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a therapist. I've uh, obviously d- done therapy with clients, and I have been in therapy, too, just to talk about stuff. It's as really, a client. As a client. It's really, really amazing. So getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Go check it out right now today and use that code. Get the help you need. That's right. All right. Now we are on to our get your marriage on app question of the day. Questions of the day because Mm -hmm. I love it. So this is the app that Seth and I created. We co-created with Dan Purcell. He is an amazing man in Utah who I adore. And it is the coolest app to help your marriage improve. Um, And so we do our, we have conversation starters in our app over we have hundreds of them mm-hmm. and they are the funnest thing to do on a date night to do on a walk with your partner i was actually going to do it on a walk with my neighbor to ask her conversation starters because they're so much fun right so um today so you can get the app at getyourmarriageon.com or anatomyofmarriage.com either place and you can download it for free there's also a paid version that is killer seth and i teach in this app all that jazz so we do our conversation starters of the day Today's first conversation starter is mm-hmm. in the just for fun category because there's several okay. categories. And it is this question. What are you bored of? Hmm. What am I bored of? Yeah, I have another <laughs> I'll funny one. I'll tell you exactly what I'm freaking bored of. Not being able to go to restaurants <laughs> and coffee shops. I am bored of that, right? I love 
to go to a coffee shop, be by myself, and write and work during oh, the workday. Marriage I'm not t- podcast. I love to I'm, be alone. I'm not talking about like my on, a, place. on a Friday night or a Whatever. Saturday during the day when we're supposed to have family time. I'm See talking this about eye roll. <laughs> yeah, they could hear it on the show. <laughs> That's what I'm bored of. I'm bored of that. You're but bored of that. Patience is a virtue, my friend. Mm-hmm. Get that phone away. Sorry. Okay. Um, Next question. What are you bored of? I am bored of people saying they can't do things. Oh, my gosh. I am so bored of people saying, oh, I can't jog. It's too hard. Oh, I can't work out. There's not enough time. Oh, I can't read a book. I'm too whatever. Like, I am so bored mm-hmm. of that. I'm, a, I'm bored of excuses. And that's what I'm going to say. I'm absolutely bored of them. Like, shut up. You are weary of, of <laughs> excuses. tired of your dumb excuses. Who are you talking about? The kids stupid. or people? Oh, no. Not the kids. Our kids are killing it. They're doing great. I like that. I am tired of ordinary, everyday people, moms who say they can't do whatever. Like, you have given birth to a human. There is nothing you cannot do. You were that mom. <clears throat> I know. That's why I'm so tired of it. It's the dumbest mm, thing ever. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. Like Here's the next great one. This is going to be a really fun. A little one. shaming, but motivating. No, sure. I'll shame the crap out of somebody. <laughs> That's what I needed. Anyway, so <clears throat> second question. Yes. What were the hottest trends when you were in middle school? Middle school? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, geez. Middle school. So, guys, pop. What were the hottest trends when you were in middle school? We're gonna do your uh, our get your marriage on conversation stars of the day. What were There's they? About a million hearts. You have to say funny. what they were. Please put them in the things. Uh, so. What can you think of? Oh, man. Jinkos. Jinkos. Jinkos, like so, the pants that were the size of... Because I'm a little older than you. Let's yeah, see. Jinko jeans, than... I assume. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, probably in, in sixth grade was like super tall, big hair for the for the girls. <laughs> oh, like big. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what? How old were you in sixth grade? Or I mean, uh, not how old. What year was it? I don't know. 1990. Slap bracelets. Yes. Ah, Silly funny. bands. Silly bands. Bell-bottom pants. Oh, roll okay. on glitter. Oh, I love bell-bottom pants. Man. Roll on body right glitter. <clears throat> I love I, I think um, glitter. Oh, we would do like big, frosted. Big hair and neon colors for me. Because it was... Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. It was like 92, 91. What year did you graduate high school? 2000. The high school. <laughs> You're a liar. 96. 96. Girl pants were totally a thing from middle school for me. That's hilarious. Seth uh, wore those when we were. His, when I was in the band, married. yeah, this was probably the, like when I was in Emory. Like, girl, I, all I had was girl jeans. <laughs> Kool-Aid hair dyeing, jinkos, and frosted tips. Pogs, yes. What is a pog? You don't know what a pog is? No, I don't. Oh, he's so old. <laughs> Bleach tips, that is so funny. Oh, pogs, those little things that yeah, you slam? Like, oh, yeah, little round my things. little brother had those, yeah. Uh, I had a so pager. I had a pager. You had a freaking pager? Yeah, and I felt so cool with teal. What, are you a drug dealer? <gasps> Maybe. <laughs> Just kidding. I lived in Renton. I went to school in Definitely Renton. Definitely a drug dealer. Uh, no, I had a pager and I had like a Nokia. I had a cell phone like really early. Oh my gosh. Um, and I was so cool. I have a <sighs> cell phone. And I remember one time we I had to write a paper and we didn't have, our printer broke and I had to Lisa Frank. Yes. I love Lisa Frank. Every like now I love Lisa I Frank. I don't know what that is. Lisa Frank is the crazy like clips. the crazy colored like cats and like rainbow oh, okay, cat. Okay. I mean it's all it's amazing. But uh what was I saying? Oh, one time I had to bring a laptop to school like before it was a thing and people had all had them and my dad had one for some reason. Everybody made fun of me. Everyone was like, you? "Oh, nice." And I'm like, "I just 
my papers on it. And it was uh, the most like middle school moment. Like I'm just trying to do what's right. And everyone teased me for having a laptop. I made fun of my friend because he had a cell phone. I was like, you have a cell phone? Why? What, because what do you think was, was so bad about it? It says, my sisters and I grew up in Indiana and they used to take the glowy part of lightning bugs and put them on their eyebrows. Their Not eyebrows. sure if that was a thing for other people, but it was freaking weird. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> so Seth's mom does stuff. Trolls. Yeah, oh, my, yes, my mom trolls. used to do oh, that. And this is bad, but yeah, we would, we would catch lightning bugs and take their sticky stuff the glowy stuff off, butt glow. and put it in our bb gun and shoot oh. it and it would splatter against uh, it would be terrible. like glow that's giga, so giga terrible that's i don't know what hit clips are i don't uh, remember that you know what trolls. i had though like, so, skip it skip oh, it yeah. skip i love that that thing. was funny so you guys obviously we just spent five minutes on talking about what was cool and you guys blew it up too so get the app the app is called get <laughs> oh, your gigabit gigapits get your marriage on digimon yeah so imagine what this did for us i know like folks that are listening and (laughs) and even me and melanie we were just like laughing and talking you guys can do this on your date night that was one of like hundreds of questions 30 30 second clips of music oh Oh, i don't remember that i don't either that's so fun that reminded me of Topsy so, Tales. There was like a hair... Th- I don't know why. And like those Topsy or Topsy oh, yeah. Tales where you like pull the thing through and you twist your ponytail. And how cool was that? There's all the stuff. <laughs> the Titanic theme song. No. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is about the funniest thing. What was a good movie? Uh, look, it says, awesome apps. My husband and I have it. Yes. Good. Thank you. Yes. And we're coming out with... Oh, 2008. 2008. We're coming out with more apps that we have co-created with um, Get Your Marriage On. And we'll mm-hmm. give you... So one is called Just Between Us. It's actually out right now. Mm. But we're going to be promoting it more later on. But it is an app for sending pictures to your spouse that are encrypted. Just leave it there. If you know what I mean. If you know what we mean. Mm-hmm. It's a wholesome app for married people to send Ron encrypted. <laughs> Ron Popeil. What? Basically anything from the infomercials we see at 2 a.m. on Fuse or MTV. MTV. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that is so uh, good. MTV. Old, old OG MTV. That yeah, used when to they play used to yeah. play videos. Isn't that weird to think? I would sit there for hours and just watch the same like eight, Everybody would. eight videos going over and over and then you like wait for like favorite song yeah. in sync to come back in sync for me it was like when, well that's when nirvana came out and teen oh, spirit yeah. was like the thing this was like okay oh i lived in changed. seattle we would go to aberdeen every year blah Whatever. blah blah okay uh, you man, guys we should talk we should next week's question conversation to start over the day needs to be what was like what bands were what songs and what bands man we should totally oh, that do would that. be that would be good because then we could create a TRL. TRL. Like Britney Spears on TRL. Oh my gosh. What was that guy's name? Uh, what was his name? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so we have to, if you have question starters of the day, uh, seriously send them to us to hello at anatomy of marriage. Doc, what? Hello at anatomy of or put them in here and we will add them to our app. That would be so, so, so mm-hmm. funny. And we will ask them every day and have these funny conversations. That yes. would be like a two hour podcast. Yes, <laughs> it let's would. It do would it. be <laughs> awesome. So, guys, thank you for the conversation. If you want more of this and you want to support it and you like it, uh, go to patreon.com mm-hmm. forward slash anatomy of marriage. That literally helps us out. Go buy mm-hmm. the workbook also. We have a lot of things that are engineered, that are made, created with you in mind to help your marriage, to have you grow uh, spiritually, emotionally, uh, physically even. So 
please go to an, uh, patreon.com forward slash anatomy marriage and get the workbook, you guys. It's on sale, nine ninety nine. The Titanic uh, theme song is just like blasting in my head yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so. And uh, as always, ask us any, literally you can ask us any question. This is fun. We just want to talk about anything. So yeah. we love you guys. Have an amazing day. Do amazing right. things. No more excuses. Do your stuff. Every day we love you. Bye. Bye.